we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, where we cover the latest news and trends in pop culture each and every week, twice a week, wherever you get your podcasts. And on this weekend's episode, I just recorded with John Orlando for the PVD cast. It's another state of pro wrestling where one of the questions we're asking on this week's show, is it too soon for L.A. Knight to go ahead and get that title shot he is getting this weekend at Crown Jewel? Is it too much too soon? From the WWE, is there a demise, unfortunately, at hand for L.A. Knight? Yeah, we'll find out whether or not we think that's the case or not, plus some other great wrestling-related topics in our State of Pro Wrestling on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel this weekend, plus also as well, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Chris and I, Chris Sardieri from the Domination Sports Nation, we went ahead and did our thing in regards to fantasy football in this week in the NFL, and Unfortunately, some of it had to cover with Magic Man's favorite team, the dumpster fire known as the Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, the Las Vegas Raiders. Pretty much a dumpster fire at this point in time. So we talk about that and more on the latest Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Big shout out to Joshua Dietz on Facebook, Darren, and also as well, Hassan, Daniel, Blue Magic. Great to have you here. Dante, of course, as well. Great to have you here already in the world's best Lakers chat room. That's right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Plus, also speaking of Lakers fans, you know Joe Soro is somewhere in the world right now. I know as Ox1947, he's always at LakersBall.com. Go ahead and check him out there and support his company, Simblades, with Y.com. Our good friends, Laker Tom and Jamie Sweet, they just confirmed a day and time for Saturday afternoon, high noon. For the next Laker Holic Spotlight, previewing the Lakers and Magic upcoming on Saturday. So go ahead and check that out. But in the meantime, stop by their great site, Lakerholics.com. Our good friends, Jamie Sweet, also as well with Mr. Five Things. Go ahead and check them out there. But also, speaking of good friends, gotta go ahead and check out Empire Jeff TV, Lakers and Five, the John McCallion channel, and our good friend Daniel Barry Sports Highlights. Go ahead and give them all some love by subscribing today. And speaking of subscribing, make sure you hit that like and subscribe to get the latest notifications on when we go live, the latest Lakers Fast Break podcast. That's okay. If you poke Joe, the little beady-eyed Joe that we've got in the corner, if you poke him in the eye, it's okay. He won't get too mad at you. He's always mad at us a little bit more. If you do, you're hooked in with us here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Well, the Lakers are heading out onto their first major road trip of the year. Four games coming up. Four games, including Saturday at Orlando, Monday at Miami, Wednesday at Houston, and Friday at Phoenix. So it's a little bit over seven-day, eight-day trip in mind for the Los Angeles Lakers. Orlando just got done beating Utah in Utah. So actually the Lakers will have a little bit more rest heading into that matchup on Saturday. And here today to discuss this road trip, some of the concerns we have with injuries, but some of the interesting things that we have to say about the rotations, some players who have stepped up and more good man. Indeed. You got to go ahead and check him out when he's here each and every time out. He's the madman from Toronto. He got out of Toronto traffic to go ahead and talk to you about the Lakers' upcoming road trip. It is the nemesis, the nemesis, the nemesis of Joe, the thorn in his side of Joe Sorrell. 
It is the magic man, Sean Grice. Nemesis, Nemesis, Nemesai, Nemesis something. But I will say, my friend, it's good to have you here talking about the Lakers again. Head out on a road trip because I know tomorrow we're going to probably cover more of an NBA observations. I know we haven't done that in a little while, so we got to observe the NBA a little bit more. And I know James Harden had some things, you know, that to say in his latest uh, press conference for the Clippers. I know that you want to touch on, so we'll touch on that probably on tomorrow's show. But for today's sake, the Lakers head out on a, a road trip. It's very gettable. Miami is struggling. Orlando is Orlando, and we already beat them once. And then you have also Houston, who is already struggling. They look like they're already playing for the number one spot in the lottery. And then you back it up with Phoenix, who is now getting absolutely killed. Although, is there a comeback in mind for them in the fourth quarter? There could be, because they're actually was down uh, actually close to 20 but with San Antonio. But they're actually now at home, only down by eight. So, who knows? They'll probably pull it out. You know, the Lakers did. When it comes to the upcoming road trip, this is a very gettable road trip. Joe said three and one. I know Laker Tom. If Laker Tom would be here, Gerald, it's going to be a 4 0. That's what I'm expecting, Gerald. 4 0. What are you realistically expecting when it comes to this road trip upcoming, my friend? Gerald, given the circumstances surrounding this team in general and the NBA, one game at a time. Oh my God! Stop sounding like Tom first. I thought uh, we, well, I thought I weaned he, you no, off. No, he's that. saying he's saying four in a row. He's saying four and oh. I'm saying no. one game at a time. No, but he'll tell I, you, Daryl. He gives to me that one game. At, it's just one game, Joe. It's just one game, Joe. Yeah, it's but he mean he means it's it's it only it it's it's only one game in in eighty two. I'm saying this is one game <laughs> in four that okay. you need to uh, compartmentalize here. Okay. Uh, Gerald, I think that I think you need to find a way to uh, give LeBron a maintenance day. So that tells me that he's either going to rest uh, against one of the Florida teams, or probably. And we're. I would both, do the Houston. Yeah, I would do the Houston game. Although we yeah. saw what happened last year when the Lakers did that. <laughs> we did. However, I, I don't rest uh, AD as well. Um, I think it would help if LeBron was rested for that Friday game in Phoenix, um, the Wednesday night game is not a nationally televised game. So it would be uh, an ideal spot for him to get a maintenance day. Uh, Yeah, it looks, it looks good on paper right now, Gerald, but the Lakers really need to take care of business. Again, uh, we talked about it last night. I think they need a full team effort against one of those two Florida teams. Look, Miami is one and four right now, and they're the walking wounded, but they're still a very dangerous team if you let up. If you don't step on their neck, Co- Spo is the kind of coach who can game plan around your mistakes. And I, I feel like they could definitely sweep the Florida uh, trip, Gerald. Uh, as we go southwest, again, as Gerald was saying, Houston is – if the Raiders are a dumpster fire, then the Houston Rockets right now are, are bordering on a trash code, Gerald. I would say that's more Memphis, personally. I, I think that's the bigger dumpster fire because Houston, there's not many ex- – the expectations only yeah, came ho- from ho- them ho- after yeah. their, their free agency. Ho-hum, ho. yeah, you're right. Yeah, ho- you're ho- right. right. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. It's Memphis, I would say that's a team that's the one. I that's would kind say of though that uh, that that out, you know an upstart team like that 
uh, all those young guys schedule the Lakers, and you know that. I have a feeling, you know, again, I would pick a maintenance day. I would pick the Houston game. But, you know, Dylan Brooks is always a pest. And, uh, I, you know, if, if we could we could save LeBron from dealing with that jackass for, for, for one night, uh, I'd say uh, booyah to that because eventually he's going to need a rest day. He's played over 36 minutes in the past two games, Gerald. It was three and four. Um, you know, his free throws, he was short-arming his free throws even Sunday with the Kings, Gerald. So we really need uh, to find a way to spread LeBron out during this road trip, not spread him thin. Uh, hopefully Gabe Vincent is uh, over his knee soreness, but never know with that. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm expecting Rui to make his uh, return at some point probably during the, I would say the back end of the trip, uh, either in Houston or, uh, Phoenix, hopefully, uh, he passes his, uh, concussion protocol and, uh, is able to come back as soon as possible. So we're going to see Gerald. That's what I'll tell you right now. They're talking about Mr. Soro. Mr. Soro is the keeper of all things in the store. As far as the merchandise store, the current version of the merchandise store is being run. And maintained by Joe Soros. So I will make sure, again, Magic, Ma Magic Man and I have nagged him already uh, to those that, that Joe said on the air that he promised stuff for. So uh, we will go ahead and make sure we will nag him again. But I understand it's the Lakers fast break name on it. So I am of concern that he's not following through on that. So we'll make sure he does follow through. Uh, you know, and make sure that get that taken care of indeed. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. The one thing, yes, Joe will hand deliver the merchandise if UPS and FedEx fails. I'll have to see it to believe it, if that's the case. But yeah. maybe he'll give you some extra AstroTurf on top of it. But uh, I will say that it is the Lakers fast break. This should be something where the Lakers 2-2 two and two is not acceptable to me in this case. 3-1. and one. I can go with 3-1 and one because teams never go ahead unless they're you know, we even see it saw with Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets were looking like rock stars going into their their road trip. Then all of a sudden, they they found a team that they couldn't match up with. You know, as far as on a day or a bad night or whatever on the tail end of their their trip. So obviously, we saw the struggles there. So NBA teams in general don't usually go on those type of runs. So I'm assuming I'm assuming three games is is, is something that's realistic. Starts off with Orlando. The first thing they got to go ahead and do is there's no excuse with Orlando. They have more rest heading into Orlando than they do because Orlando just got finished with their game in Utah. Your thoughts, though, the problem is the Lakers had four players out against the Clippers. I don't know who's going to be in or out when it comes to what we're seeing on Saturday. As of now, you may take a wild guess. Vanderbilt has, has been out, so he probably continues to be out. Rui, you know, with his left eye contusion has been something diagnosed even a little bit more with the, him in concussion protocols. So we don't know when he's going to get out of it. It's up to the guys with the nagging knees. It's literally, we Gabe Vincent and Torian Prince. Hopefully they can go ahead and, and be able to be ready because, you know, it's clear that that Coach Ham does not want to play the Castletons, Des Moines Hodges, JHSs, and Lewis's of the world under almost any circumstance 
So right now the team has what it has as far as the veterans, because if they don't play the veterans and that includes Max Christie, they're not playing anyone at all. Yeah, ab- absolutely drilled. And obviously those minutes have now defaulted to Max Christie due to uh, the Lakers having sent uh, Max Lewis down to South Bay just recently assigned. So yeah, absolutely. And what much needed. Much and needed. much needed. Yeah. He's not, he's as Gerald not ready for have stated, time. you're not ready for prime time. So you go to South Bay, you get your shots up uh, and uh, you learn uh, how to better focus on, on how to be a better wing for a Laker. Uh, as Gerald Rui has Hashimura, said, that happened in the Kings game, right? He got popped in the, in the face in the Kings yeah, game. Yeah, he got, it looked like just right in the cheek, like right between the, the nose and the cheek there. Uh, it was uh, arrested for several days. It's just a left eye contusion. contusion. But then lu- we got word pretty lucky, that, Gerald. Those elbows, yeah. when they hit the face, you know, you, oftentimes they cause a fracture. So, yeah. uh, obviously, uh, like Louis, Rui was very fortunate not to, to ha- come away with any uh, broken bones because, you know, you have over 20 in your face. So, uh, hopefully, he's back soon, Gerald. I, I will say this. Um, it's it's non-speculative at this point. It's just uh, it's just a gut feeling and what I've seen from him uh, in practice thus far. I think Vando makes his return on the uh, last game of the road trip. I really do. Uh, that would be around the two-week mark where he's uh, supposed to have been reevaluated. Is he uh, traveling with the team? Do you know? I uh, that I do not know. So if he if he isn't. It's it's unlikely, but I don't know have that information right now. He travels with the team. There's a good chance he'll play at some point in time in in the stretch on that. But if he does not travel with the team, there's no sense unless he, he's going to meet them out in Phoenix, like you said, or just wait until the game after that. Yeah, absolutely, Gerald. And especially with a, a lower body injury, if you can not have a person fly out uh, at that altitude and then have to come and, down. And and I do have some bad news for everyone out there. I gave Vincent. He will be out the next two weeks with a left knee effusion. After two weeks, he'll be reevaluated and return to play options will be asserted at that time. That is per Mike Trudell and Dave McMenamin. So he is out for at least two weeks, if not more. So you can pretty much count out Gabe Vincent. So the guard depth we've talked about for much of the season, this short period of time, now gets a little worse without Gabe Vincent for at least the next two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it's going to be, those minutes are going to have to be obviously filled up by Torian Prince and Cam Redestrial, they're obviously going to have to play Prince out of position. had a knee issue. Yeah, as well. Um, so we're de- we're dealing with uh, our own sort of walking wounded medical report early on here, and that's no surprise if you go back and watch the uh, the uh, player previews that uh, Lakers Shots Break did. Uh, I'll uh, put the Gabe Vincent one. Uh, we talked about this, Gerald. He's got a history of uh, you know having to have maintenance days because of knee soreness. And now it's a knee effusion. So obviously he's going to have to have fluid drained out. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, when you drain fluid, uh, it's got to go somewhere eventually. And it usually ends up going back in the knee. So uh, it's going to be a touch and go. Hopefully Vincent's able to get it, get it, uh, get it drained. And, um, 
basically be able to run on the court without the, thinking, you know, his, his knees are, are 50 pounds. Uh, that and being Jalen Hood Shafino, even if we did want him to play, which we don't really at this point in time, he is out with a knee injury. Yes, yeah, still, still with that. Uh, I guess it's be a knee bruise at this point, Gerald. A patella contusion. Contusion, yeah. So the top of the knee is sore. Um, I, I, I personally think that that's somebody both needs val- to suck it up here. and invalid. Yeah, seriously. Um, without a doubt, there needs to be a, a, a call to arms here about your toughness and your willingness to sacrifice for the better of the team. Call you Kendrick Nunn here in a second with oh boys that lasted for. But then again, Steve Nash didn't he do the same thing? You know, he had that like injury against Portland, and it just left him out for the entire season mm-hmm. virtually. And it's like, oh my God, it's just a bruise, bone bruise. When's it going to end? When's it going to end? It never ended. So now we got uh, all this to worry about. But again, more injury problems for the Lakers when it comes down to it. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com. And you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. The better that these Marvel films do, the higher the standards are going to be for not just other films in general, but other Marvel films also. I think it's really hard to end a show with this many fans in a satisfying way. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Playing worldwide on radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it is the Lakers Fast Break. It is the Magic Man Sean Grice with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Truly appreciate it. When we get, yeah, exactly. Kendrick Nunn. Well, Kendrick Nunn's was a bone bruise on the leg. Is that not correct? Yes, Gerald. The long bone. Yeah, okay, the long bone, Dante. It wasn't the knees with him. It was the it was the long bone. Long he suffered bone. a bone bruise. bruise. Yes, the world's yeah. longest bone bruise. Bone bruise, yeah. Yes. I've been bon- I've had bone bruise before myself. And I went to work the same day. That's all I'll tell you. I got hit by a car, you know, full on and it didn't shatter my it shouldn't shatter my legs. It bone bruised my legs. I had bruised bru- bruised bones the front part of the leg right there in both my legs and i got on some crutches and i went to work these guys need to do the same thing my god they're bruises for goodness sake i sound like joe there but getting back to sounding like me again i want to ask you this my friend when it comes to what we'll see in orlando i think they still should beat orlando Uh, i even think that they they should beat miami in the disarray that they're in but you know coming off of a fact that LeBron will probably have to play a lot, and AD will probably have to play a lot. The, the team could be fatigued by it when it comes to Miami. What are your expectations on their time in Florida? I think they need to get in, get out with uh, with a couple wins. Um, I don't want to see the Lakers have the South Beach flu uh, Monday, Joe, because we know that's a natural phenomenon anytime you're near uh, South Beach. <clears throat> I, I, you know, I expect I, you expect them to show up and, and play as professionals. Miami is walking wounded right now. That I, I hate to use the word trap game, um, but you need to focus and and take care of business because norm normally the Heat and their fans really get, obviously like every other twenty nine teams get up for the Lakers. Um, I I will say this though, Gerald. 
there's an ad advantageous process here that I really hope that uh, both the LeBron AD and the coaching staff take advantage of. You're not playing a back-to-back -back in Florida, which is nine times out of ten when the NBA is scheduling this game. It's normally the Lakers are in a back-to-back. -back. Usually they've got Orlando on the front end of it on a Wednesday and then the Heat on uh, TNT. Or usually it's... Um, it's uh, the heat on a, a Thursday, and then you get the magic on a on a Friday. So th at this point in time, the Lakers need to take advantage of that. Get you get those two wins. I I, I think it uh, gives you a, a big vote of confidence, especially with the guards playing well. Get those get those two wins. I think it 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 really meant that uh, D'Angelo and Austin have uh, finally turned the the corner here and. Uh, find a way to uh, congeal together with the new lineup. They're now fascinated in the chat in regards to how I got hit. And uh, this is when I was running uh, rental cars. Uh, yeah, somebody was leaving the lot. They didn't see me. Uh, so as it was coming, I basically in one motion put my hands, you know, at the, before they even came to a stop, put my hands on the, on the hood, tried to get my body out of the way. But unfortunately, I can't, I can't flip front flip that fast so my my legs bottom part of my legs took the brunt of it you know but it was at an angle so that they didn't shatter they just bruised heavily as i ended up on the hood <laughs> i did a flip on the of it and yeah so i was like oh yeah but i gutted it out and went to work the later that day and these guys need to as well but that's just me i'm not being paid millions of dollars no, but but that that's uh, that's at the top of the list. I was hit by a car and went to work the next day. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I fully recovered. Yeah, I I yeah, it, it was there were only bruises. There weren't there wasn't anything broken, thank God, nor cracked. That was that was the that was what I was worried about of any crack. But yeah, that was that was like twenty years ago. So yeah, I, I'm I'm good. At least I think we'll, we'll know soon <laughs> enough. You know, we'll know soon enough indeed. But once what again, was the it, what was the address of the uh, business, Gerald? Well, I was at the airport uh, here okay. at the airport in Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah, but it, was, but it was that there. It's no longer there. They went to a consolidated f facility, and yeah, they've changed everything now. It's all okay. modern and nice now. When you rent a car, you know they make sure that they just got all the hiked up charges there on your bill. And there you go. But once again, it is the Lakers fast break. It is Magic Man Sean Grice and me, Jared Glassford. Thanks so much for watching, listening. The game against Houston has got to be the where I think, like you said, talked about LeBron resting. But when it comes to LeBron, the news of this injury to Gabe Vincent, the news of what's going on with Rui Hashimura and the uncertainty there, the news that we hear about the uncertainty with Torian Prince, Jalen Hutchifino. I mean, we've already got a mass unit, my friend, and we're five games into the season. This is not good at all. The thing that bothers me the most is the fact that now LeBron James, more is put on his shoulders, and he's not going to give you or be able to give you what he gave you on, on Thursday night, my friend, or Wednesday night, my friend. So when it comes to what we're seeing, I mean – is the Darvin Ham minutes restriction, has that already just tossed up, you know, put in a nice little ball and thrown out the window? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Minutes restriction for LeBron. Nice to you. you. Lasted think, one game. I think you've had to shred it for now, Gerald. Yes. Yeah. 
Adam, uh, they already did bring up Castleton and Hodge for the Wednesday game. They were actually yeah. uh, on the actual roster. Uh, if you take a look at the box score, the box score tell you who they brought up uh, yep. for the specific game. Yep. Hodge so. and Castleton were, were there, Adam. They've been brought up. Um, yeah, it probably was a Clippers fan driving it, yes. No, it was actually <laughs> a lady that she was very sad and it freaked her out that I got hit. But yeah, it, 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 it's, it's concerning, Gerald, but at the same time, as we opened up the show, you had uh, let the audience know this four-game trip features uh, the, floor, the, the Florida trip. The two South, Florida games. Yeah. Southwest in Houston, and then you go flying to basically the Southwest, Arizona, but it's mountain. Yes, yes. No back-to-backs at this point. You've got no. games on the 6th, the 8th, the 10th, and the 12th. Which All very positive. winnable games, even though Devin Booker is back in the lineup for Phoenix. Uh, and actually, San Antonio is pulling away, and they they will get the victory. Very surprising, even with Booker back in the lineup. Uh, I, a roadie sweep, Gerald. Yeah, that's two for, for San Antonio. What do you know about that? Victor Wemiyama, 38 points. Great by me, because I've got a ticket that uh, hopefully will become very valuable, per se. I won't well, continue. Gerald, but I depended th- a lot on him. I think it's I think it's obvious uh, to anybody's watching them right now that uh, the cell and Wembeyama are uh, tailor made for a Greg Popovich team. Yes. Uh, it's it's just a case now who sit who fits beside them. Do you, do you like Jeremy Sohan, Gerald, or would you prefer? He's not a point guard. Yeah, no. whoever whoever thought it was a great idea putting us point guard. Yeah, I know I got fourteen points and nine assists. Uh, but he he does not stretch the floor for you. I think he's no. much better as a as a forward, maybe a small forward that can facilitate for you from that point. Dude, uh, as far as having him, Johnson, then you have also Vassell as your three four five uh, two three four. Put Wemby at the five. I know Collins. He plays off well off of him, and they have played well. In fact, he shot well tonight. It's just hard seeing this team. The team will probably only go as far as Jeremy Sochant can take him. Yeah, absolutely. As, as far as this year's concerned, I think uh, you're spot on. And uh, but yeah. I mean, because he just he a... just does not stretch the floor, and ultimately that will be a problem in a playoff series. He doesn't. But uh, honestly, if you had told uh, mo- most of us, you know, guys, during the uh, beginning of the year, the Spurs have a uh, uh, road trip uh with back-to-back games against the suns and they're gonna sweep them no uh nope just happened um well, that's how that's how easy that... it can happen I, and gerald um as far as our injuries are, are concerned it's very interesting that uh frank vogel was very um shall we say uh cloudy with his uh with his um assessment of the injury update with bradley beal a non-serious, uh, just precautionary. And now, Gerald, we're entering into the the second, third week of the season, and Bradley Beal has yet to make his debut with the Phoenix Suns. But isn't it kind of concerning if you're a Phoenix? And we're already doing NBA observations, but we'll get back to the Lakers in a sec, I promise. Isn't it already concerning if you're a Phoenix Suns fan? You're, you're, you're friends with the uh, the Phoenix Suns podcast. Are you still guys? Are you and Joe going to go on there or not? What's the story with that? 
Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna work on that. Uh, that's on the tenth, so uh, it's a week from now. I'll, I'll okay. Uh, please let yeah. us know, because we can go ahead and, and give I will. You guys I'll the send out. out okay. uh, I'll send out a smoke signal to uh, the eight hundred five and see what yes. we get back. Okay, because you know I want to see that when you and Joe chew them out. So the thing is, if you're a Phoenix Suns fan, wouldn't you be concerned uh, if you have now two of your top three players in the lineup, both scoring right around thirty points each? And you still couldn't get the job done. No, no, that is concerning, especially when you consider the fact that what you just said they did in the playoffs, and they took the world champions to uh, just eventually six games, the uh, furthest anybody took them. Yes, uh, with a basically, a, I'm not sure what you would call it, Gerald, a, a ragtag bunch with uh KD and Book in that series. Uh oh and DeAndre Aiden who decides when he shows up and when he doesn't seemingly on a daily basis. They got a better roster drilled and still it hasn't produced any further uh results as far as wins are concerned. They're still struggling even with those guys doing exactly what they do. So I would be a little concerned. I'd be interested to hear the uh the eight oh five on that one. Darren, I'm just going to tell you right now, Victor Wembyama, uh, did I not say it on this show, Magic Man, live when I was doing stuff from the the actual game arena, from, from the Henderson Dollar Loan Center arena when I was telling you exactly, and, and just, you can actually catch it down, I think I, I, it's still down in, in the video below, where I thought I put my, my thoughts a little bit there, but then I said that he's the real deal. He is the real deal. I, this is probably the greatest prospect I have ever seen physically live before he's gotten to the NBA. And uh, after a game like tonight, 38 points, the, in only his fifth game, that tells you something right there that the future is going to be very bright, provided he stays healthy, my friend. Yeah, 100%, Gerald. Um, he had all, he's got all the ingredients. It's all there, especially in uh, today's game. Uh, not to mention he's he's in probably one of the best environments for a big man in the uh, annals of the NBA, other than the Lakers or Celtics. Um, so it looks good. It really does. I, I don't think the hype, I, d I don't think you could say don't believe the hype because I, I think he's, he's met it head on. Um, and not only that, Gerald, uh, like just very mature, after after uh, interviews, you could tell that uh, you know there's a certain humility that uh, he understands that comes with playing with uh, the best athletes in the world. And he's mentioned that time and time again. Is that uh, you know it, he said one possession I look brilliant, and then the next one the ball slips out of my fingers, and I don't know why I committed a turnover. So it's a learning process for him and. Um, you know, I, I, I think as much as people, the haters, especially with LeBron, malign, maligned him from the very start, Gerald, they are going to weep the loudest when he retires. And I, I think kind of the same could be said about uh, Wemba Miyama here, that his most ardent haters uh will cry, 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 cry the blues um, 
from the start and weep the loudest at the end because he's meeting all of our expectations. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is the Magic Match, Sean Grice, along with me. Thanks so much for watching, listening. Truly appreciate everyone in the chat, the best Lakers chat room that's out there. The Lakers fast break. Cool bro is fascinated with my Lord of the Rings shirt that I wear occasionally here on the show. Jer Tolkien was amazing. And, and Gerald, before we uh, before we uh, talk, go back to the Lakers. I think just a, a, a couple conclusions. Tolkien for, was brilliant, indeed. Yes, for absolutely. NBA observations. Um, Matt Ryan showed out tonight. Former. Yes, Laker. you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, I six, forgot about that. Yes, six threes tonight. Um, yes. Played very well. Good for him. He yeah, deserves it. Yeah, he's. Uh, Definitely trying to uh, just scratch and clock and keep his name uh, on the lips of uh, NBA executives. And he showed out tonight, Gerald. Uh, Pelicans are now 4-1. and one. They're probably one of the most pleasant surprises, Gerald. At the same time, when you look at the, their record, especially with a healthy Zion, it shouldn't come as a surprise that they may be 4-1. and one. This team is very streaky. Uh, as long as uh, Zion is healthy, they're going to be a top eight offense. And Herb Jones, if he ever finds a three-point shot, Gerald, uh, they may be a tricky team because they don't have a true point guard. I mean, Lewis is considered a point guard, but I don't consider him a true point guard. You don't call you consider McCollum, even though he played alongside Lillard. You know, those guys handled handled the. They shared the ball handling in Portland. You don't consider him a point guard? I don't consider him a true point guard. No, I think he's a, he's a definitely uh, very in the mold of uh, uh, a Jerry West uh, off guard. What is Tyson Daniels to you? I think he's a Swiss Army knife. So okay. to, to me, they're, I think they're, they're, they're genuinely satisfied with only playing one guard because Zion's an adequate facilitator himself, Gerald. And they moved the ball really. They moved the ball really well tonight, even without Ingram and Zion. And they still uh, managed to uh, pull out the game against the uh, the Pistons. Uh, and the other surprise, obviously, outside of the Memphis Grizzlies, is the Golden State Warriors. They are, are rolling, Gerald. They uh, replaced Jordan Poole with Chris Paul. Uh, Chris fits like a glove, uh, not sulking or whining coming off the bench. Uh, happens to be playing in the clutch as well. Warriors are again, Gerald, they're they're gonna win a lot of regular season games health health uh, health wise uh coming. Zangerstein's in the chat. I just wanted to make sure everybody let know that she has allowed me to go ahead and pass along some notes. I'm actually gonna be posting on this channel tomorrow. Can't wait to go ahead and share her thoughts that she already shares a lot already here in the chat, but I can't wait to go ahead and post a little something that she get sent over here earlier today. I'd love to go ahead and make sure that everybody gets a chance to check it out on her thoughts on the big lineup for the Lakers and how she thinks that's going to get it done. So give her all the props and world for that. It was very well written. And I'm truly uh, thankful that she'll allow me to go ahead and post it tomorrow. Looking forward to that. But also as well, I want to go ahead and big give a big shout out to Zach, Darren, uh, Dante, cool bro, everybody that's out there in the Lakers fast break, truly appreciate and cannot thank you enough for watching, listening. But before we head on out, Magic, you know, got to get back to the, the Lakers road trip. Again, you've got the two Florida teams, Orlando and Miami. 
on Saturday and Monday. I think the tone of the the trip will start in Orlando. You have to set the tone right. I don't want the one loss to be in Orlando. Your thoughts on what they could do to follow up? They had a really tough time playing them. They did get the win, but it wasn't pretty the other day. Your thoughts on what they could do to go ahead and make it a little bit easier next time around against Orlando, my friend? Yeah, Gerald, uh, absolutely. It was um, kind of a a win by a thousand cuts. Um, It was just very, very shredded. Three yards in a cloud of dust with that Magic team. Um, They're very scrappy. Uh, I don't expect Franz Wagner to have the uh, poor shooting night he had again. So uh, what I think needs to be established early on, Gerald, is um, a dominant in the the paint. I think you need to definitely uh, establish a high pick and roll with LeBron James and Anthony Davis early on. Both Big Caro and Wendell Carter are both uh, fluid mobile defenders, uh, but they're both they both are itchy and and tend to not follow the scouting report. They tend to uh, either get distracted by the ball or in Bencaro's case, uh, AD can um, use a variety of spin moves, drop steps uh, to get him in foul trouble as well. Gerald, uh, I I just think if you're the Lakers, you need to establish the paint early on. And for God's sakes, I know Vincent's out now, but one adjustment that Ty Lue said he had problems with last night was when the Lakers got out in transition, 22 to seven, beat them in, in um, transition opportunities. That need that needs to be first and foremost, Gerald. You're on the road now. You need to create easy opportunities for yourself because the whistles aren't in your favor. Felix in on Facebook, a big shout out to you, Felix, said they need to attack the basket, then kick out for the threes. I hate when we think we are the Warriors, SMH. Uh, great comeback last night. We need a true point guard that's not afraid to shoot the ball. Well, we saw D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. over 20 shots la- mm-hmm. yesterday, but he's not exactly the best playmaker in the world. So I get that. I understand that. But he's not afraid to shoot the ball. I nope. mean, we got what 40 shots, 40, what, what over 40 shots were taken last night and over 40 points from two of our guards last night. That's exactly what we need. Now, maybe the playmaking skills aside, those two together, if they're taking 40 shots and they're getting over 40 points, I think that's exactly what we're asking for from a backcourt duo. Yeah, absolutely, Gerald. Uh, D'Lo was not only efficient from the field, he was efficient from the three-point line. And both of them happened to get to the free-throw line as well and make them. So it, it's 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 imperative. And that's a big word, but it's imperative that they establish the paint early on. I don't care if you do it by high pick and roll with the guards or whether it's DHO's uh, dribble handoffs with the D'Lo uh, getting open. But, the, Gerald, there were a lot of opportunities in that Magic game for the Lakers to turn what was, uh, you know, a three- or four-point deficit into a, a six- or seven-point lead, and they just they couldn't make the shots. That's another, that's another thing that needs they need to happen and see during this road trip is that those shots that you put up, the English goes our way for once. It doesn't rim out. 
and the ball's on the floor. LeBron or AD grab it, Gerald, but it slips out of their hand like uh, like a watermelon at, uh, at in a pig pen. And you wonder what's going on, but they need to see those shots go down. Timely shots uh, on the road trip, Gerald, because Orlando's going to make that make their run in that game. They're they're not going to lie down. Uh, this isn't your. I'm not going to say your uncle's Orlando Magic because they haven't had that uh, much success, Gerald. But I'll say they're not your nephews, Orlando Magic. Yes. I don't think they're just going to lie down and let the the Lakers walk all over them. Uh, and again, the the Monday night game, Gerald. I don't care what Heat team you're facing. If this coach is Eric Spolstra, they're going to bring their hard hat and their lunchbox. And that's going to be, I think, the grittiest, toughest game of the road trip, Gerald. Um, we'll see who, who who's in their lineup. Uh, Caleb Martin is still out. Uh, Josh Richardson, who they brought back, has been dealing with some injuries. So uh, the Heat may be coming into the uh, Laker game with as much... Uh, names on the infirmary list as we do right now i will say this though my friend when it comes to what they're saying in the chat uh, you know i know that adam has got uh, something always good to say he says he uh, austin should come off the bench as our point guard against the magic and have max start at shooting guard max christie we talked about this on the preview he needed to go he was going to get extra time that was already made aware of uh, ahead of time he needed to take advantage of it I am not as exactly high on his performance yesterday as some others were. They said he played pretty good defense. I didn't see it. I saw Cam Reddish was the one that was really playing the key defense at times. And and Cam Reddish was not exactly Thrillsville on the offensive end, but he gave it to you and then some on the defensive end. Max, he was just absolutely awful on the offensive end. I don't know if I would want to reward him for a one in seven day, Adam, by making him the starter on Saturday. Yeah, no, definitely not. I think uh, it's it's going to stay D'Lo and uh, and Austin. His shooting was not good, Gerald. It was it was poor. It was poor. He was one for seven from the field and one for five from deep. It was very poor. Uh, The issue, one of the issues that Max has had. Uh, during preseason and now it's bled into the regular season is that while his three-point shooting is a smidgen better, uh, you know, around 30, just a little under 37%, uh, although last night dropped it significantly, although that was in the preseason, he is not shooting well from the field, Gerald. He's, he's, we see it. He's going to still have trouble figuring out what do I do when I get into the paint? He He's very indecisive still. Not sure whether to pass, not sure whether to put up a floater or a, a bank shot. He, just very tentative with them. And I understand what you're saying. I, I would say this, uh, you know, defensively, I thought he was in the right lanes, Gerald. And, and I think, you know, that that's helpful. Um, he can't get lost on defense, though. And, and it seems that when he does, there's a lack of communication as well. And I, I understand you're a young player. Uh, you're processing a lot out there, but you need to be able to have your teammates' uh, ears as well. Um, I just think it's a, it's a matter of him just buckling down and making those shots, Joe. 
you know, he's, he's a hard worker. So I'm sure he's in the, he's in the gym after practice, trying to make 500 jumpers until he goes into the shower. I, I hope he is because, you know, he really needs to buckle down and work on, on what am I going to do? You either drive, shoot, or pass. Those are three simple options that Max possesses. We saw it uh, a little bit early on last season. He was kind of turning it around as Austin was as well. Trade happened. Max, uh, unfortunately, was a sacrificial lamb as far as minutes were concerned. Played a little better in the summer league. We're seeing a re- kind of a regression a little bit with his shot. So although I agree with Gerald, uh, you may not like the idea of rewarding that kind of performance. I mean, with 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 the necessity of needing somebody to fill those minutes with some kind of productivity, I think it just fall falls into Max's lap. And uh, Gerald, if for whatever reason, again, Christie uh, is underperforming. Darvin, we know Darvin Ham will will give anyone the hook. And, and try and uh, sub in somebody else. So look for, you know, either Christie or Prince or Reddish to fill in those off-guard minutes. He, he's got no other choice. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Once again, it's the Lakers Fast Break. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice, along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching and listening. Uh, thank you very much, Cool Bro, for subscribing to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Truly appreciated. Uh, all the episodes, audios, because I don't put everything on video on the YouTube channel, just to let you know. In fact, I just recorded, in fact, I'll upload it here later tonight, the latest episode that we did of State of Pro Wrestling. All the episodes do, however, go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Those two outlets always get the latest episodes of the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, and Inside Sports Fantasy Football not sure why odyssey never updated after episode 304 on pop culture cosmos kind of weird that that hits gates but need i digress maybe it's because i changed hosts or whatnot but getting back to the lakers my friend houston is the one i'm targeting for lebron to get some rest because friday's matchup a week from friday i don't think the by the time that the lakers match up against phoenix on friday they're going to get the same Phoenix team that lost two straight to San Antonio. I just have a feeling they'll be more up to face the Lakers, especially after what happened the second game of the season. Go ahead, Sean. Yep. Gotcha. A hundred percent drilled considering the fact that they, they got humiliated tonight. I mean, the score didn't, didn't, doesn't look like uh, necessarily a bad blowout, but uh that that was garbage time for for about six minutes there in the fourth quarter, Gerald. Yeah, uh, a, a a drubbing, and it's a sweep uh, for a team that won twenty games last year. So I agree with Gerald. Like uh, the these hyped up games when teams are coming off uh, performances like this, 
make you a little bit nervous because they're going to have their A game. It's yeah. going to be in front of their front of their in their own barn from their home crowd. Those guys will be rested. Uh, probably had a nice breakfast and they'll be ready to go. I just hope we can match that intensity because I'm with Gerald. I'm circling like in red and red that Wednesday game for LeBron to get a maintenance day. So we do not have to put him through stress minutes against a Houston Rockets team that will not play a significant factor in the NBA at the end of the year. And I don't think uh, as as much as sound reasoning Adam has for bringing uh, when it comes to AR off the bench, I don't think they're going to take Austin Reeves out of the starting lineup after he finally got a little bit more normal from what we're seeing in that second half against the Clippers. I don't think they're going to take him out. Although putting in Cam Reddish, although still very troubled offensively, he has been doing the job defensively. Darren's has put Reddish on Booker. They probably will give it a try because we don't know what kind of uh, actual unit we'll have. We don't know how many people are going to be injured, how long they're out. We already know Cam Vincent's out for two weeks. We already know that uh, Vando's out for another week. We don't know for certain the statuses of Rui and also Torian Prince. So we don't know what kind of team that we're going to get. But so far, Cam Reddish is getting a lot of playing time and taking advantage of it, at least on the defensive end. Yes, absolutely, Gerald. Still got Uh, the ugliest shot known to mankind. uh, No doubt. Uh, (laughs) I love how how you're not arguing with me on that point. Oh, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I don't think we've ever been more in agreement than we are right now. Well... We both agree that South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut is the, the greatest musical in uh, film Best history. Best movie but, musical of all yeah, time. Yeah. Yes, and we're, and uh, I just mentioned in the chat, Gerald, I think our uh, our our um, honorary first Pop Culture Cosmos Lakers Fast Break film review should be South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. So Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, be- Gerald, we need... We need somebody to to either go to Lords and pray, uh, like you haven't prayed before, or somebody to have, uh, you know, a very positive next couple of days with their with their medical issues. Hopefully, you know, Darvin Ham said that Rui is still showing symptoms. Vando is going to be reevaluated in a week. Gabe Vincent in two weeks. It's shaky right now. Like we talked, we talked about the depth that the Lakers had very fine-tuned depth. It was it was stacked in a way where there wasn't a lot of overlap and guys complemented each other. But as we've seen, Vando getting injured, that has a ripple effect. Uh Rui Ashimura getting injured. Losing Rui has a ripple effect. And now no Gabe Vincent with our what was seemingly a three-guard lineup absent so now it's reliant on um a lot of um duct tape and hard work gerald that that's the only way they're gonna get through this is kind of by gritting it out i you know i'm i I, again the shooting has the shooting turned around a little bit in the second half but they really need to catch somebody or two or three please needs to catch fire on this road trip because uh, that that will lend itself to a more uh, relaxed and focused approach. Because uh, again, 
I can't reiterate this enough. LeBron has sacrificed so much for us in this early part of the year. Please, for God's sakes, just let's take care of that sweep the Florida trip and have him rest on Wednesday night, please. Absolutely. I mean, because it's already, like I said earlier in the podcast, that the plans that the Lakers had for a minutes restriction for LeBron James, that's gone the by the window. wayside. Yeah. The bye <laughs> Nice to have known you after one game. Bye-bye. That's it's like, gone. It's like, uh, Gerald, you're, you're reading the reading the map instructions, and all of a sudden there's that gust, and there goes the map. Yeah. Uh, Kubro says, yeah, can't wait to see it as far as Napoleon's concerned. I loved Oppenheimer and a lot of other historical movies, so can't wait to see it, dear. Yeah, Oppenheimer was really good for me. I really uh, recommend Oppenheimer if you get a chance to see it. Uh, Dante says, I'll pass on Napoleon, even the ice cream, though. I don't know. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, he is a damn good actor, and I'll just leave it at that. They should make a Lakers movie soon. Well, they just got finished cool bro making a Lakers series and unfortunately it got canceled after the second season which shows you how much the general audience at large uh, appreciates or lack thereof the actual product that is the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's how it's how it ended that that yeah. irritates all of us yes that's for sure indeed Adam says he would give Demoy a try because none of our other backup shooting guards have done much I'm not exactly opposed to that. We've talked about Demoy Hodge uh, maybe having a place in this league if he can shoot. We've seen what happens when the Lakers don't have enough patience on their shooters. Matt Ryan, of course, he just got released by Minnesota, picked up by New Orleans, and just got uh, was 7 to 10, including 6 of 8 from 3. And we also seen Cole Swider do pretty good so far and make the roster for Miami. So if, he gets, if he's given the opportunity, Demoy Hodge, do you think he can do something? Yes, absolutely. I was um, I was uh, very impressed with uh, his uh, shooting mechanics during the pre uh, during the summer league. Uh, very smooth shot. Um, doesn't rush. Uh, Demoy Hodge plays uh, at at his own pace. Um, adept uh, passer in transition, Gerald, which uh, mm-hmm. is something a guard really needs to have as far as the Lakers are concerned, especially playing with LeBron AD, showing himself to have a high IQ uh, in between uh, the forty uh, the uh, 47 feet. I would say this, if Max, again, as Gerald alluded to, we've and we all saw it last year, if at any point in time Max is struggling, Darvin Ham will not hesitate to give him the hook. And at that point in time, yes, I think, you know, you could you could definitely experiment with the Moyage. It's still very early in the season, and uh, unfortunately, given the circumstances, there's an old saying, Gerald. Basically, the bare necessities. Better to need it, not have it, than need it, than than need it, not have it. I think I said that right. Better to need, yeah. better to need it, and not better to have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. Excuse me. So we're not there. Darvin Ham doesn't have the uh, the treasure chest of options right now. Uh, so there needs to be some fine-tuning here with uh, the rotations. And please, 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 uh, we need to find some consistency. And Gerald, Jackson Hayes cannot get lost in this. 
He played 14 minutes last night. He was very effective. Uh, he can play with either Wood or AD. He's very comfortable in that center role where he's actually protecting the rim. And we saw he Z's came big up- three. Z's big three. And uh, we saw we saw last night he came up with a pivotal a pivotal block uh, in the second half that that led the Lakers to uh, to a little run. So it, you can't, he can't be forgotten in this uh, either. He needs to continue to get around you know fifteen minutes a game. He's very productive. I would really love love him to give his best effort of the season on Friday because he's likely going to be have to go toe to toe with Mo Wagner, Gerald, and Mo Wagner looked very good today uh, in the minutes I saw him. So we're going to need Jackson Hayes on this road trip. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is Magic Man Chunk. Rice to meet Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. Truly appreciate it. Cool, bro. I'm not sure I would tell you or advise you to go especially since you're 14 to it go ahead and check out thanksgiving not because it's going to be scary or gory but because it's probably just going to be bad it looks bad it's when when you've got a uh, a a quick buck quick cash in horror movie based off of a certain time of year that's not named halloween my friend i i it doesn't bode well i I just just have you seen the the previews for that one magic man the, no, guy I with, the guy with the pilgrim hat that goes around slaughtering people. Yeah, it's it's just not very good. Yeah, I think Patrick no. Dempsey is the hero, the sheriff. Yeah, trying to investigate this. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. All right. It's not that good. But <laughs> once again, it is the Lakers fast break. Truly appreciate you joining us. One thing I do want to delve into a little bit. Search and Destroy says, um, I studied Einstein when I took astronomy in college. I didn't like it at all as far as his portrayal in Oppenheimer. Uh, no, I, I won't disagree with you. You know, Einstein, he had limited, he had limited amount of time, uh, on in Oppenheimer and he's such a complex figure to go ahead and portray. Uh, I'm just not sure that, you know, the, the amount of minutes that they devoted to him in the movie did it justice. And, and I, I get, I get why you're, you're very disturbed about that, but the rest of the movie, I thought I found really, uh, really good, really well-made and Christopher Nolan, he always puts out a good movie out there, but Getting back to the Lakers right now, I wanted to go ahead and mention real quickly, Max is still a source of, of point for a lot of people that are very upset that he has not gotten any playing time. I don't think he's deserved any playing time, to be quite honest with you, because of the fact he's absolutely stunk it up in preseason. He took all the confidence and all the great play in Summer League, and he knew going into training camp, he had to fight for a consistent spot in the rotation. So he knew going ahead that he had to. Yet during his preseason, we can't mention one time or one game where he really was effective out there and consistent with his outside shot on the shooting level. So your thoughts on Max Christie, my friend, because, you know, you touched on it a few minutes ago, but it seems like people are still bothered by the fact that he's not getting enough of an opportunity in their eyes. Well, you know what? In a depleted roster, he's going to get it. It's like what Darren said in the chat and what I said before. It's whether or not he takes advantage of it. Yeah, Gerald, um, as, as much as you're on a team, and that's important because, you know, it causes for sacrifice and attention to detail amongst many other things. That being said as well, you can't have training wheels on anymore if you're on a team. And Gerald, 
the coaching staff and LeBron AD can't hold Christie's hand or pat him on the head if he makes a, a mistake or is unsure of himself uh, out there, Gerald. That that's that's what I'm concerned about is that when he's out there, he the court the court awareness isn't exactly spread out. Uh, it, it takes him a little while to process that. Look, I am I understand the frustration that a lot of us have with uh, uh, at, at points in time LeBron and AD like eighty to eighty five percent of the game playing uh, jazz with the high pick and roll or or side uh, screens. That being said, Christie has to develop a, a keen sense about where his he needs to be as far as the spacing is concerned. Normally. If you can get in either corner and make your shots, LeBron will find you. doesn't matter whether it's Kyle Korver, Ray Allen, KCP. If you're in the corner, ready to go, he will get you the ball. The problem is, is that it's it's timing and rhythm. Same with a quarterback and a wide receiver. That's the way LeBron approaches kicking it out. It's a time and a rhythm. And Christie doesn't have either one right now with, with either one of them, Gerald. He needs to develop a keen sense of where he needs to be on the court. It's not it, – it, it can't be a matter of, of trying to explain it to him. He needs to understand it at this point. He's been in this offense long enough and watched them play long enough to understand where he needs to be at certain times on the floor. Now, obviously, and you know, scramble plays and and what have you. It, it, it's each man, each man for himself. Completely understand that. But within the rhythm of the game, he really needs to assert himself and figure out where I need to be in terms of time and space. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. Let me give you a wrap up of what's coming up here in the not too distant future for us. We've got a great show lined up for you tomorrow. We're going to cover the NBA. Did a little bit about today's show, but uh, we're going to cover a little bit more on of the NBA observations and any more Lakers news. We'll pass that along. Do want to mention once again, Gabe Vincent during the course of our show uh, was reported on by Mike Trudell and David Meneman that Gabe Vincent is out for two weeks, at least with a left knee effusion. They will reevaluate it within two weeks uh, or after two weeks, and uh, we'll see what goes from there. It's not a good sign for the Lakers. Uh, of course, JHS still has the bone bruise on the knee or the bruise on the knee. So he's out. Torian Prince is still up in the air as far as his status for Saturday is concerned. Jared Vanderbilt is not available until next week at the earliest. And of course, Rui Hashimura is still in concussion protocol. So my friend, I think at some point in time, since three of these games are very winnable. They do need to go ahead and play some of these younger kids, the Castletons, the Hodges, or, or maybe even the Lewises of the world. They do need to go ahead and get, buy some time with these guys in order to go ahead and get the job done. Uh, Search and Destroy says JHS can stay injured. I, I don't, I never wish pain or injury on anybody, Magic Man, but, you know, maybe he could just stay rested for a while because, yeah, we're not really in a hurry to get him back. But again, we have to see, I think we have to see some of these younger guys sooner than we think, because this is the time early in the season on a road trip with very winnable games 
that you can utilize some of this talent and be able to go ahead and, and buy some time with them during this part of the season. You know, absolutely, Gerald. So AD uh, was in concussion protocol for uh, less than 24 hours and then was available for uh, the following game, Gerald. That was uh, late last year. Like Brock Purdy. Yes. As hopefully Rui's symptoms um, resolve themselves and dissipate to a point where, you know, he's – He's very sensitive, like Gerald. So any any person with a, a, a photophobia, uh, you know, I um, I definitely uh, empathize with that. Um, that can cause a tremendous amount of disorientation. Um, obviously, Gerald, uh, migraine headaches, uh, several different factors uh, involved with the with that issue. So I really hope uh, he takes a a, a turn for. Uh, the progress and is able to join us on the road trip. That being said, sure. I, I expect the, these younger players to get some kind of burn. Um, I'm not too worried know. about I mean, they're talking about rotation. C is and everybody else in regards to point guards. Austin needs to back up here. You know, D'Lo yeah. needs to play there. You've got LeBron James on the team, and you're already playing him beyond 28, 29 minutes. LeBron's going to be the de facto point guard when you exactly. need a de facto point guard. So. so it's not that big of a deal, people, to us. I mean, if you're already gone and thrown that minutes restriction out the window. Yeah, you're not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's not like you're going to play for 35 minutes and not have him with the ball exactly. in the hands. Uh, the only thing is, though, and as we talk, I've talked about this in the comments this week, and I truly appreciate the comments. I'm trying to get to them as best and fast as I can right here at the Lakers fast break. I think, though, that, you know, when it comes to paying the Piper, we might pay the Piper again in the playoffs unless we can figure out somehow later in the season to rest LeBron and AD. Having AD play 43 minutes, even he's beyond 30, and having LeBron play, what, he played 38? 39 yeah. yeah 38 yeah. in the clippers game it's you know, 38 something yeah yeah he matched his age essentially what's got what's going on there it's just those are concerning to me now because it builds up it builds up but you know what can you do you don't have the killer instinct to get yourself up by 10 20 30 40 50 points we've seen some blowouts this season already magic man Yet the Lakers have not put themselves in any type of position to get themselves up high. It just seems like it's repeating history from last year is repeating itself all over again. And we're going to have Joe screaming time and time again. Can we get a big lead on, on teams or what? Uh, yeah, Gerald, there, there's, uh, there's no RPM to, uh, to our rhythm right we now. We always get like behind none. in the first quarter and yeah, always have to And then the, we've got to rev it up, rev it up, rev it up and hopefully we don't crash it into the ditch, yeah. which is what happened last year just before uh the trade happened. Um Gerald, I agree. Like it, it's it's a double edged short here. I mean, I you know, we don't want to be hypocrites. We, of course, Anthony Davis is leading the league in minutes right now. That's a that's on itself a a positive he's been very effective for the five games uh but at the same time you're just worried he's playing a lot and he's playing a lot more than he should we know the history of somebody who plays a lot more than he should uh yeah gerald it, it you know 
the next time he falls in Orlando or Miami, I'm sure we're going to hear a giant gasp from uh, from Los Angeles. It, something's got to be. Eventually, I think Gerald. The this is just the way the cookie is crumbled at this point. Gotta gotta suck it up as best we can here, uh, without uh, sa- really sacrificing what we really want at the end. But it's just it's just the way it is right now. We only have so many. We only have uh, you know. It, Darvin Ham needs to wake up and smell the coffee as well, Gerald. I mean, you know, I I, I challenge under- something. Come on, awesome if you challenge something, anything. Anything, just like even just if not... it's a bad call, just challenge it. Yes, just to get into practice, get the hands out of the pockets. God, he, 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 like these time, these time, these timeouts are are more precious to him than uh, uh, the uh, the the precious. genie in the lamp and those wishes. Quoting the chat room and my shirt, precious. Precious, yeah, his precious timeouts. Like seriously, what do you use a couple of them? Precious. My precious. Darren says, Magic Man as a coach. Hey, suck it up already. That's Joe. Joe would do it. He'd just get in your player's face and say, you're not injured. It's broken. Deal with it. Yeah, I'm more the, the, like, come on, you can do this. We got this. You're better than this. Yeah. He still has some of that Canadian politeness. Yeah, it's the motivational. Yes. Joe's Joe's more in your face. I don't care how you're feeling. Sangerstein says he's always leaving. He's la- she's laughing us. Sangerstein says he's always leaving two timeouts in the end. You know what? You know we always say you can't take the timeouts home with you. No. Maybe, maybe Ham thinks he can. They don't roll over either. Maybe thinks roll- that they will. Maybe thinks the NBA will go ahead and institute some type of policy for the end season tournament. We're going to store up all your unused timeouts. And yeah, it's not like it's, a, it's the same thing with phone data. Just because you didn't use it all doesn't mean they'll give it back to you. Roll it over the next month. Ain't going to happen. Same with the timeouts. You got the timeouts. Use them. For God's sakes, man. Like, in Gerald, we can all agree. Look, a lot of us are really harder on Darvin Ham than than some of us but we all can agree he's he's one of the worst one of the worst in-game coaches in the nba in the nba now second half adjustments made two so far this year that have that have worked out but at the same time in-game adjustments in the moment darvin ham is one of the worst coaches and we really need that to improve once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is the Magic Man, Sean Grice, along with me, Gerald Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. We'll be on tomorrow night with another great show, NBA Observations. Then on Saturday, we've got our weekend lined up for you. Saturday, we've got, of course, the Lakerholic Spotlight. That'll be previewing the Orlando Magic and the Los Angeles Lakers. Then Saturday, that'll be around noon. That's what they're asking for, Pacific Standard Time. So look for Saturday at noon for the Lakerholics. Then at 4 p.m., join us. Keeping my fingers crossed, it will work this time around. Playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. That's playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. We go ahead right there and just right along with you. Watch the game. We chant on it. We we talk about it. We shout about it. We curse about it. Everything that you, you can't really hear here in detail, we go ahead in a much broader detail 
R-rated fashion at all right there at playback.tv slash Hickers Fast Break. And then, of course, the post game around 6.30 p.m., 7 p.m. Pacific time. It is, of course, the Lakers Fast Break post game. Looking forward to a great conversation then. Magic Man, it's been great having you on. Search and Destroy, killing it once again in the chat. Dante, J.E., uh, cool bro, Zangerstein, great job tonight. Of course, Darren, Intel Wild, cool bro. Of course, like I said, uh, just so many great people in there. Dante, the best Lakers chat room that's out there is the Lakers Fast Break. But any last thoughts before we head on out? Absolutely. They've been getting into the horror movies. Yeah, cool bro yeah. sent them down a dark path tonight. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll uh, get them back on the purple and gold uh, pathway here. I will say this, Gerald. Um, I really anticipate anticipate Cam Reddish continuing his stellar play defensively. Seems like he's fit into that role like a, like a duck into a pond at this point. Um, he's received the utmost encouragement and support, especially on the court. Um, he's developed a lot of chemistry with AD as far as them communicating. Uh, even if somebody gets by him, uh, what they're going to do. If at any point in time during next week, Jared Vanderbilt is able to join the Lakers. Because of Cam Reddish's performance defensively, you are able to ease Jared Vanderbilt into this rotation, Gerald, and that is very advantageous because that means that while at the same time you need to, you also need to experiment with the big lineup. You have that rip, you have that ripple effect uh, back within your defensive uh, rotations, which makes for a better Lakers team. We win by defense. Defense creates our transition opportunities. We kill it in the fast break. Dominate the paint in, the, in this Florida trip. And I think we go at least 3-1. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is Magic Man Sean Grice. If you have any questions for us, put it below in the chat. If you're listening to this after we went off the air, always right there. We'll try to answer your comments and questions right there. Or Lakers fast break at yahoo.com. Looks like Joe is in the chat. And uh, he's trying to answer all the Great questions on gear at the Lakers Fast Break merchandise store. So hopefully he'll be able to take care of those orders promptly uh, or the company that Joe's dealing with on that. Hopefully they'll take care of those orders rather quickly. But any last thoughts, my friend, before we head on out? Absolutely. Uh, please get grab your gear at, uh, at your earliest convenience, please. It's great stuff. Uh, we'll be uh, hopefully be able to uh, be wearing it shortly. Uh, Joe's been uh, working very hard at trying to get it up uh, up and ready to go. Uh, branding takes it takes time, as uh, the businessman likes to say. And as Joe said, it's made to order. So it is. It is. Uh, and with that, I mean Gerald will uh, be watching uh, the NBA the next couple of days, but. Hopefully we we uh, hear some good news, uh, if not tomorrow, Friday morning, about uh, maybe a Laker or two being able to uh, suit back up and uh, get well, get well soon. We need you to get well, Gabe Vincent. Uh, that's going to be still two weeks away for that one. Let's hope it's not something 
long lasting and serious because that would really set us back on that on that account and that's not a good sign because he of what he does even though his shooting has not been there he's been able to provide us some some defense at times but playmaking at times you get you talk you called it earlier this week that he had the best assist to turnover ratio so far for the Lakers this season so yeah that's obviously not good for the Lakers that he's going to be out for at least two weeks also not good as far as what we see now with Jared Vanderbilt out another week. So let's hopefully, like you said, get back on the court soon. We're hoping that Rui gets out of concussion protocol. Hopefully Torian Prince is going to be okay. It's a mash unit right now. And if the Lakers can go ahead and get through this and get by this with a still pretty good record, that will bode well for the rest of the season when everybody gets healthy. Wait, who is Joe? Cool bro. Uh, Joe is Ox1947. Uh, he is the only one that does not know the legend of Joe Sorrow. I think that now hurt Joe. I think if anything hurt Joe on the show, I think that that's right there. Yes. 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 Without a doubt. Without yes. a doubt, that hurt him to the core. Whether you love Joe or you hate Joe, the fact you don't know Joe, for him is a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's the Lakers fast break. No worries, cool bro. All's good, my friend. Uh, I'm sure Joe's the one that's usually ranting and screaming, cool bro, just to let you know. Yes, yes, on the shows that you come on before. The one that's really mad all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's him. But (laughs) be nice. He's just a kid. He's just a kid, 14 years old. The kid's just learning. The kid's just learning. Yeah, be nice. Don't scare him off. He's already watching a whole bunch of scary movies that you guys suggested for him. So, all right, cut him some slack. Uh, he did, Darren. He did. He made my day. Indeed. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. It is the Magic Man, John Grice, and me, Jared Glassford. Thanks so much for watching this thing. We'll be on tomorrow night uh, with another great show talking about the NBA. My gosh, Victor Wembyama. Uh, just absolutely looking fantastic. Hopefully bringing up the value of my ticket even more right there. One of the few that probably has it in the world. The value goes up even more as well. So looking forward to seeing more great things in the NBA and talking about it tomorrow as we get into the Lakers' first real road trip of the season this weekend right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. <laughs> 